We Vomit Rainbows, episode five. Episode five. And in this episode, we talk about things such as linebackers, clowns, and uh, old men with younger women. Yeah. And and cruises. And we got a guest. And we have a guest. We have our first guest ever. Woo! And that's Eric Victorino. So listen and enjoy. Can't believe it. We've made it to five so far. Woo! And, yeah, and this one, this one's extremely special because we have our first guest host, mm-hmm. and that is Eric Victorino. Hi. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I've been doing music for a long time, and I do art, and uh, mostly just sit around and experience the world and comment on it when friends tell me stories i don't know about perfect (laughs) perfect that works great (laughs) well i've got i've got some stories to talk about sweet are we gonna are we gonna dive right into it man uh you know what i feel like like, you you brought your a game bro now that we got a guest doug is like he's on he's got like his spear sharpened i feel like this time we have to be more professional than we normally are i know i think i think we got uh 69 or 70 views so far that's so awesome. we we're, we're we're getting some traction that's awesome on the interwebs so how many are you uh how many <laughs> how many views how many of the views are yourself yeah. uh, uh that's true that is that's 69? very bad <laughs> <laughs> At, at least 50 of those. So we have 10 people out there that are really excited about this podcast. You know, that's all you need, man. I mean, if you think about all the great movements in the world, they don't start with uh, a, a shitload of people to get. It starts with just a handful, man. And then it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds. And that's what vomiting rainbows is. That's it's right. a movement. It's a movement, baby. Or like a bowel movement, but like a movement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so we have, now we have stepped up in the, I think the podcast game, we have a, like a, a true celebrity mm-hmm. guest. Host celebrity, yeah. Well, I mean, limousines, your bands. You don't enormous. consider yourself a celebrity? Uh, no, no. Not well, even not even when like things were going the best they'd ever gone in my life musically, because any like successful tour, you'd come home thinking you're the shit. You know, like I mean, that's a weird thing to do for a living when people come and line up to shake your hand and tell you you're fucking awesome. And then you go home and you're picking up dog shit off the kitchen floor, doing dishes. Yeah, like, e- eating top ramen. You're like, wait a second, what right. happened? I mean, it's. I don't even. I'm glad I've never. Con- I've never even gotten anywhere to close to considering myself like anything more than like a a lucky hobbyist. And I think you know. I think like most most bands and stuff. I don't think there's not too many bands that be like, yeah, I'm a celebrity. Like I'm big time. I'm, I'm something. I think most people are pretty humble when it comes to music and art. But at some point, you have to cross over and. And like you just know, like Gwen Stefani knows she's a celebrity. Yeah, she knows yeah. that like anything she can, does is. Can we all just stop talking about this? Because our podcasters had no idea. Our podcast listeners had no idea that we that Eric wasn't a celebrity. Now oh we're God, all like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Shutting you know, like, it all down. You know about dogs. We, yeah, and we had like we were we were like so okay. close. All right, all right, okay. all right, fine. <laughs> Whatever. All right, so we'll move let's, forward. Let's go forward with the assumption that everyone in the world knows who I am. Well, do you do you guys know who the celebrity Bruce Miller is? I do. I've heard about Bruce Miller. He's Have a forty nine er football player. Yeah, he's a forty nine football player, and he was also, was was as anything about him. Okay, so um, this guy is he was uh, one of the top draft picks in two thousand eleven. Um, and again, always fact check this podcast because I'm like right on it, especially with sports. But um, he uh, 
guess he went out partying on uh, Sunday night, and uh, he and some friends decided that they were going to go to your favorite part of town, Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah, baby. And they went to, uh, I guess he decided that he wanted to, I don't know, crash in the city, uh, but the Marriott, the Fisherman's Wharf Marriott, was sold out. Yeah. Um, so what would you do in that scenario? I'd probably sleep in uh, Joseph Conrad Square, which is actually a triangle. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a bunch of benches there. And, you know, I mean, or this is the thing. If you're partying, you're going for it. You just, a hotel room's almost like, I don't know. Like, you just take it to the streets and, and party till the sun comes up, right? Just I mean, keep going. Yeah, like, just be, like, if you're really going to party and have a night out, going to bed, like, a hotel room is for other things, right? It's right. not like, well, I need a place to go to sleep and brush my teeth, you know? And so the point is, That's is that. Things worth paying for. Exactly. Right. You know, you know the, the point is, is that if if, uh, if you need a hotel room and you can't get one, you just do that stuff somewhere else, you know, like, I mean, in, in a park or, or wherever. Yeah. So Again, we're talking about pooping. Yes. Yeah. I really got to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Things like that. I, I, you know, that's going to be our consistent theme. How it's just toilet humor throughout the evening. It's okay. Change right. the podcast to uh, how to get back to poop. And how to get back to poop. Find a way. Pooping rainbows. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's. So uh, anyway, he decided what he was going to do is walk through the hotel, and then he knocked on someone's door. Um, The guy who opened the door, he's about 70 years old. Um, He told him, I'm sorry, you have the wrong room. Uh, And then the next reaction that uh, Bruce Miller had was he punched him in the face. Of course. Well, that's yeah. the natural response, right? <laughs> yes, I Why wouldn't you punch him in the face? Yeah, so. First of all, who's opening the door when someone knocks on a hotel room? Like, I mean, don't well, they have I mean, housekeeping? It's, yeah. But it's, a, it's it's like Marriott Hotel. It's a really nice hotel. Yeah. It's not like you're expecting... It's, it's not like someplace in the Tenderloin where mm. you don't know what's going to happen. And by the way, I love the Tenderloin, so let's not yeah. disparage it. But yeah, uh, it's just... It's a, a, a hotel that you wouldn't think would be unusual for someone to yeah you wouldn't think it was unusual that someone from maybe the service came up to your room was like hey by the way here's something you know yeah complimentary champagne i'll go there with this is this football player a black man no he is not that's what i think the wrinkle in the story might have been was maybe the old racist white guy mm, said, said something oh yeah he's the antithesis of that he is a ginger oh wow pale, pale ginger i have no remarks yeah so <laughs> well, maybe so. that's what he said what are you doing at my door you ginger, you're ginger. yeah you guys snapped you got tired I, of it uh, yeah i i i think the the red-headed community out there could could snap now, now what is this guy saying I mean, like, what's his excuse? Like, he was just wasted? Was he blackout drunk? I mean, you know, to me, it's like, if, especially if you're, like, a young athlete, like, especially at a professional level, you're aware of, like, your physicalness. Like, you're aware of, like, damage you can do. Like, you, you make a living running into other massive people. So well, to haw off and... You're a little 12-year-old yeah. punching a 70-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, like, my point is, like, you know, like, if you hit someone, you're going to, you can possibly kill them. And then you also have a gauge, I think, just as an adult of, like, kind of, like, what an old person is. I mean, you know, a seven-year-old guy, like, you can kind of tell, like, you know, if I'm going to hit him. It's going to be bad. Yeah, like, you know, exactly. So is this guy, is he dead? Did he, did he no, but he did. He did in, in his, uh, I think his son was with him as well, who also had to go to the hospital. I'm not sure why. But the guy's kid? 
Uh, I don't think he assaulted the the, the kid, but um, I mean, first of all, picture this guy. He's six one. He's two hundred and fifty pounds. Jesus, like he is. He's a linebacker. Do they have a description of a seventy year old? No, they yeah, do exactly. not. Because maybe he was like maybe six he four, was seven two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I I I will show. I can show this to Eric. I can't show it to you, but this is the hotel footage of him just walking around after the event had occurred. So it doesn't look good. See, this is him. Yeah, he's a very large man. But he's like bleeding, and he's obviously sad about it. <laughs> why, he's like, is he, why is he bleeding? I'm not sure. That's a very good question. Maybe, maybe the seven-year-old guy kicked his ass too. Like got a couple a, punches a, in. Either that or something. Yeah, it's unclear what happened. But um, the police are still investigating. Um, he is uh, getting assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. So I mean, in the circumstance, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Um, and, and, and the deadly weapon is just him because of his massiveness and his macho. Like he's just such like he's a trained to hurt people. Yeah. Right. Body. I, I'm guessing a linebacker's. That guy comes at you. It's like being hit. By I play. I played linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's like a. It's like a physical crazy. Like the linebacker's job is to run full speed into the running back who's running full speed. Like that's his job. And really, if if you have a good defense, they basically are there to occupy the offensive blocker. So really, like a linebacker should just be tackling all the time. I mean, that's that's what you, you do. You know yeah, what I mean? Like using his powers for evil, like hitting seventy year old men. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of weird because you think like if he was a real like badass linebacker. He would just like ran through the door. He wouldn't even have like knocked, yeah. right? He would just be like, "I need a room." <laughs> I think it's crazy that the guy. I mean, what's the minimum wage in the NFL? Like, he can afford to go room. to another hotel. Yeah, what a like, dick! Or he like, could have knocked on the door and say, "Hey, listen, man, I'm wasted, dude. Here's five thousand dollars." These guys have managers or like people that handle stuff like bands do, like where you can make a call and have something fixed. They should. Right. I mean, it's my understanding. Uh, that what's like? What's the guy's name from? Uh, what was the 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 movie with um, the uh, Mr. Wolf? Yeah, Mr. Wolf. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that he could pick that up through. Yeah. My, but, but it's, it's my understanding that there are guys like that in the NFL, like like ex cops and stuff, that basically handle your business. You know, yes, like if you get in Ray trouble, Donovan, obviously, yeah, Ray Donovan makes it's like so. ballers. Yeah, 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 man, The Rock. So, <laughs> so he he apparently suffered um, broken bones. Uh, they don't say exactly where, but I'm guessing if he got punched in the face, his cheek, or Jesus, man, yeah, um, he was taken immediately to the hospital, and then Miller was arrested. Um, um, get this, he was engaged last year. And what, what, is he still getting married? What happened? No, he's not getting married anymore because he was arrested for domestic violence. So this guy's, yeah. He's off the team, I'm assuming. Yeah, this is, Eric can see, but if you go to heavy.com, yeah, you can see a a picture of of this guy. And then I actually went to uh, his his girlfriend's site and uh, her her Instagram and all of her photos of her with her new beau. Mm. So that could be... Mm. Mm. Well, good for her. Yeah. Do you think he still follows her feed, and that's like what set him off? He's like, ah, look at that I, guy. I don't. He think can't so. even bench press his own weight. Yeah. <laughs> Some, <laughs> something tells me hey, if you're in the NFL, deeper. it was probably not. <clears throat> You know, like very, very hard for him to find. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird when you think about the violence in the NFL and and like 
acts like this because it seems like it just happens more and more and more. And I, I, I want I mean, it's a violent world. I wonder if it's like, you know, if you took all the NFL players, if if uh, kind of population wise, it, it statistically would match the greater you know area of society or whatever. But it's just like these dudes are odd. like you just expect more because they're I professional think, athletes. I, I think what happened, they're probably more violent because that's just their daily activity. Yeah. And they get rewarded for it. So, yeah, I would assume that. But what I, I also think happened is Mr. Wolf got fired, the guy who was Mr. Wolf for the NFL or or, or found a new job. Yeah. Because I've, I've heard more and more these stories that were getting swept under the rug before. Yeah. I and mean, can you imagine dealing with these guys? Like, you're, just, I mean, it'd be like, like, it would be horrible. You're just like, dude, really? Like, can't you just, like, be like a clean cut dude and, like, be, you know, like get on a Wheaties box? You got to right. be like. They're huge, rich babies that will punch you in the face. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I. I know, I know some of these dudes. Like I remember, I, I worked for the Raiders, and there uh, there was a guy. Uh, he was like their number one draft pick, this linebacker, Rolando McLean. Okay. And and literally, I was like, oh man, I want to interview him. And they're like, yeah, you can't. Like you can't talk to that guy. Like you can't interview him. Because, right. Because the dude like was so hood that he just never, like he never talked to any normal people. Right. He was just like football. Go back to to his his hood, and that that was it. That's, that's the, the the only world he knew. You can't even talk to the guy. And right. he got fired because he took a gun and shot it next to some guy's head. Like great, like crazy stuff, but I mean, it just happens over and over again with the with the physical assaults of these meatheads, and something's got to be done, man. Be fine. What do you do? I mean, so who hits a seven year old dude? Maybe it has to do so, with the concussions and stuff. Maybe it's all tied together. He doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, he has no idea. Well, apparently, obviously, he had been drinking. They'd been hitting Fisherman's Wharf and just got polluted. But at some point, uh, um, he posted an Instagram photo where none of his friends had. Been Years, mm. And it said, Sundays are for the boys. Mm. And then there are some great comments after that on Instagram, like, well, Mondays are for jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks, dude. I, I, I just, you know, anytime I hear a story like that, I just personalize, like, you know, my dad's like in his 70s. He's like, he's an old dude, man. And I picture like us going on vacation in San Francisco and, you know, just having a good time. And then just like some, some 49er, like, <laughs> yeah. It'd be crazy. Yeah, just like I would it, go ballistic, dude. I mean, I I would I would straight that's up. That's probably why the son was in the hospital. He probably took the TV set and just threw it at him. Yeah, and obviously somebody assaulted him because uh, if you see a video, there's like a surveillance video yeah. and it shows him bleeding and walking around aimlessly. So this guy was just. Like probably anybody who dealt with him was like, let's just get him away. Has he issued like any statement? Like I'm sorry. Or- no, he has. He's been extremely quiet because I, I'm guessing a he's probably been under arrest. Eric, and, and then his attorney probably came in and said, say nothing. You're on tour. You're out of your mind. Whatever reason, like you do something like this, right? I mean. It's happened. I mean, I haven't punched a 70-year-old man, but I've, you know, there'd be times when you get caught, like, pissing in an ashtray while you're waiting for the elevator because you think it's a toilet and you're just trashed. Like, stupid, stupid things like that. And, yeah, there's usually a crew guy, like a drum tech, or there's a tour manager, or there's somebody around to kind of get you out of there. Yeah. Because if you do get arrested, there's no show the next day. Yeah. And sometimes even like the techs, I mean, I hate to say a good tech would kind of take the heat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's still a show the next day if he can't show up. Yeah. And... 
I don't know. I've seen a lot of. I haven't. I haven't. I wouldn't say I've done too much of that stuff. Have you been arrested on tour? No. Okay. No, but, but I did almost. Um, I was wasted, and I needed to get back into the club. Um, and the guy wouldn't let me once, and I, that's all I really remember about it. I start yelling at this guy, he starts yelling at me, and the next thing I know, my tour manager, his name was Peter, and he was just the best ever. Uh, he tour manages Radiohead now. Yeah. That's how good he is. But he just popped up. It's like he came out of the fucking ground. <laughs> me and this guy diffused the situation, and then I was you know, safe. And it's, Yeah. It's guys like that that really do... You know, when the road starts getting to you and you start drinking too much because you just want to go home or whatever it might be, uh, he should have had somebody taking care of him. And, and, I mean, if you did get arrested, say, for doing something, whatever, I mean, even if you're not sorry, I mean, isn't that kind of the protocol? Like, you know, like you just issue out the statement. I don't know if it's so much in the music world as much because I think people sort of expect that. Yeah. I really don't think that, like, families are, are... I don't think they're holding bands up as people for their kids to look. Yeah, that's to. okay. Depending on the band. But for whatever reason, professional athletes, maybe it's the Wheaties effect. Yeah. Professional athletes are considered to be role models when it's like, why? They're they're plucked out of like shitty towns, given a whole bunch of money, and then say, go run fast. Yeah. Like, why is that guy a role model? So you think you think that's kind of like an unrealistic, they're kind of held to an unrealistic I, standard? I and now I think because of the internet, the way things, like, that kind of stuff probably happened all the time, but the network knew had bigger stories to cover. It is kind of true because, like, even if you think about like locally, like the Raiders of the '70s, right? Like, that's all you hear about scumbag. Yeah, like all you hear about those guys like going out, partying, doing cocaine, getting in bar fights. They smoked on the football field. Yeah, and then then, uh, you know, showing up on Sunday and winning games. You know, and and that since they won, it became part of the folklore. But at the same time, you know, if you really think about it, I mean, this this kind of violence and behavior has been going on forever, I guess. Well, but I think a lot of the fans embrace that kind of bad bad boy nature of the Raiders. Do you think like, anyone right now is going out and buying a Bruce Miller jersey and going, yeah, man? Like, No, but I just heard that uh, Kaepernick's jersey is the highest selling one right now. Oh, because of his protests because and stuff? Right. So so that's a, that's it kind of plays into the conversation of like, is he a role model? Yeah. Some people are looking at it as like, yeah, he kind of is. He's standing up for his beliefs, even though it's going to you know, probably destroy his career. Yeah, and well, this guy just believes... Is it going to destroy his career? I mean, didn't it, Didn't the president the of our nation just like yeah. issue a statement about yeah, him? He ran the risk of throwing away all of his endorsements. It could have been for something right. he yeah. believes in, which I think is is pretty awesome, regardless of how you. you know, feel so about Bruce it. Miller was just taking a stand on like like there needs to be more occupancy in San Francisco. Just like there's, there's got to be less seventy year old men in his way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, that's his cause. There needs to be rooms available when there a needs party to be in San Francisco. Hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. because I think he you know, lives he, in like. He probably could have just walked down the street, and say, "I'm a 49er and someone would have been like, "Come party with us." You can. Totally. Right. Yeah. Or, and he could say he's a golden god and jump in the swimming pool. Exactly. Or uh, I, I think you mentioned this earlier, but don't isn't like Uber, don't they have like free accounts on Uber? He like lives in the South Bay. He could have just hopped in an Uber, passed out, doesn't, slept in the car and woken up at home. The NFL a million dollars. I mean, the guy has money. Yeah. Could have done anything. Yeah. I, I think it's a lot a lot cheaper to hop in an Uber. Than Not only that. I mean, I, you know, I, I know I'm older than, than your average NFL football player, but if, you, if you're planning on going out with the boys, I mean, don't you make sure you have a hotel if that's... Yeah. In the thing. <laughs> or you're, yeah, you're going to crash in the city. You like crash at he's one a, of your friends in the city's place. He's a niner, right? Does he live in the Bay Area? He's got to. Yeah, 
He like lives in like Santa Clara or something. Is he gonna come find us? And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold on. Is he listening to oh, us? Oh, I don't. I don't think we have to worry about that. <laughs> That's the scary thing about about a guy this big is he can, he's a pro athlete. He could probably run. He could catch us. Yeah. Like if we ran away, yeah. he could catch us. That's a scary thing. He's listener number sixty nine. That's right. right. He's, he's right. Like, exactly. Well, that's that's why we always hang with Mike because Mike was former linebacker. So yeah, exactly. It, it'll it'll work in our favor. We'll just send Mike against him and then we'll run. Oh, yeah, no, I'll be <laughs> running I'll behind him. I'm four eleven. I'll be running. Yeah, I think that goes back to our <laughs> our plan on if there's a gunman in an area, we just turtle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, he was the 17th person arrested this year from the NFL. The season hasn't even started. Player. Yeah, season yeah. hasn't started. Crazy. So I, that's I, all year. So, yeah, it hadn't even started. Yeah. But I'm guessing they're in better form when they're on the field or when they're playing. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's the Wild West out there. It is. <laughs> Glad I'm not in the NFL making millions of dollars. Too, man. Was, those guys are the original. Like, if you think about sports stars, like Babe Ruth was laying pipe all over this country way before, like, you know, Jimmy Page was doing it. Like, right. True. Sports right. guys have always been rock stars. They've always been rock stars. Well, you ready for the next story? I'm ready, Doug. Are you? Are you ready? Okay, so. Uh, have you heard of what's been going on in South Carolina? Uh, what's been going on in South Carolina? Anything. So hmm. this, they're still I, talking about the Civil War a lot. Like yeah, uh, you'd think it would be something with racism or something of that nature. That's assumption. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so there's been a unnerving uptick in clown sightings in South oh, Carolina. Oh, I heard about I this, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is crazy. This has to have a tie into it because it's coming out. Right. Is right? It? And maybe there's actually... Tell the story because this is so weird. It's just it's just really bizarre. Um, they... I, I've read I read a bunch of stories on this today because the the weird thing that they've they've seen is behind this uh, it's in South Carolina there's a um, a apartment complex that I think backs in on a park and the clowns have been coming like a group of clowns yeah. have been coming out with like green laser pointers and trying to lure children into like this area with cash right with cash and laser pointers like green laser pointers it's very uh it seems like like a pedophile group is doing this but i heard uh another expert talk on this and they said this what's they don't what kind of expert i know dude a clown expert a clown pedophile expert of course dude we only go to the top sources for our podcast this this one um one it, it was another website when i looked up trying to find out more about the these crazy clowns that are yeah. going on uh this one website said that and maybe not an expert but some guy said he thinks it's very unlikely that it's a pedophile because pedophiles a don't like to ever be seen they don't ever like to draw attention to themselves and there are not like they don't do things this bizarre hmm. like it's not something they usually do and it's not groups of so, of so pedophiles, have, like these, clown have, pedophiles. have these clowns gotten any kids to go go with them i mean like, no okay none uh they bad at what they do <laughs> yeah they have they have uh, been cited it's mostly in this place uh, in greenville south carolina and there's been six sightings of these Posses of clowns, which is crazy because that's a small, very small town. It's a small place, and it, it, these people probably know 
Maybe they're dressing up because they're known. They're known maybe in town. like it's a small town, so it's like, oh, that's Larry over there, you know. But then they get the clown makeup on. And but do you, don't you think you'd be able to tell? Like, if I put clown makeup on right now, wouldn't you know it was me? Like, you'd be like, dude, that's Mike. Like, not from a distance. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, not and if it, you're, I mean, creeping out of the woods, dude. If you had a wig, like a green wig on, and like a, a nose, and like a no, yeah, the red nose throws yeah, it all it, off. It's true. Oh, they had blinking red noses, so that's. I feel like this has to have. This like some viral marketing element to it. Like someone's behind this for like some. Well, yeah, well, is there, a circus coming to town, Doug, in South a, Carolina? What is it? I, I don't know, but there was a guy who uh, the police. Uh, we're searching for in Ohio who was walking around with like a, a bouquet of black balloons and a clown. I saw that. Yeah. It was creepy. Yeah, but he was just, he he would just stand under lights with these yeah, balloons. Yeah. And that I guy. Saw that. But he was doing it for exactly what you're talking about. He was uh, trying to get publicity for his movie mm. and he was doing something where the main character was like the sinister clown or something. But that complete, this doesn't sound like that. Yeah, but see, I mean, the other thing too is like, in small, t- I lived in a small town in upstate New York when I was a kid, and it's like you don't need to be enticed to go into the forest because that's like where kids go anyway, right? Right. So why not just hide in the forest and wait till they go in there and then grab them? If you're, you know, you're if you're really trying to advice to creepy clowns, now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. Hey guys. To, to all your Listen, free- but I, I remember going out into the forest. It was behind where we lived, and and what I realized at a really young age is like weird shit happens in the forest because basically what would happen was were you attacked by a creepy clown? In the no, forest? I wasn't. But there, there would be like remnants of a bonfire with like logs like it was a hangout place and just, yeah. just a bunch of empty liquor and then in a hollowed out log in ziploc bags are all these old porno magazines <laughs> why that never okay i kind of grew up in that time too when you would find porn in the bushes yeah right like, and 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 but you, when you're a kid and you just pick it up because you don't think anything of it, a you don't think this person was jacking off to this. Yeah. You also don't think like, I mean, you don't even wonder why it's there. Yeah. You're just like, wow, look at those tits, or you know, yeah, you're just yeah. fascinated. But I remember, like me and my brother were out there, like, oh my god, look, we found all those dirty magazines, and, and and we just looked, and they were in like a plastic bag, like sealed. So you know, n- when you get older, you realize like what was going on there. Like dudes went out in the forest with beer together. <laughs> Got drunk and then it like starts- pull out magazines and you know like that's like weird stuff goes down in, in the woods, man. That's just yeah. that's just how it is. But, but I- what a weird scene, right? Like this is probably in the seventies. Like there wasn't the internet, there wasn't. So if a dude the hats like ah, I got this import from Germany, it's bro. Like a support group, yeah. like, <laughs> porn perverts. Yeah. yeah, not even perverts, just like regular ass people. Like now they would just be on Pornhub. Yeah, you know, like everyone else. Yeah. Right. But back well, then, you had to like really work for it. You had to have like a like a creepy woods place to go to. But there was there was also an element too when when you were going around in the woods and you came across like some group of cans or something. You're like ooh, like yeah. it, it was like treasure. It's like, exciting. Yeah, you were like oh something's something happened. Like something, something happened went here. down in the woods. There were a bunch of dudes jerking it around a bonfire, man. This I, is awesome. I, I, walking, I never thought that. Walk in on the actual event, not the aftermath. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Oh. Maybe those clowns are trying to invite the kids to that. Maybe. But this this was all happening around 2 a.m. So this is the other thing that's really weird is what were these kids doing out? Because there was like a 10 p.m. curfew for some reason yeah. in this town. And what, um, what are they saying? Like when they say kids, they mean like teenagers or like? No, children, I think. What are they doing at 2 a.m.? Like, I know. Like, dude. <laughs> Like, if your six-year-old's wandering the woods at 2 a.m., I mean... There's bigger problems. Yeah. (laughs) But let let me... This one 
statement was this this woman Donna Arnold said her son reported seeing clowns by a basketball court and she thought immediately my child is seeing things mm. or something of that nature but then the next day 30 kids came up and were like did you see the clown in the woods yikes <laughs> yeah so I was it was say maybe the kids really good at basketball and she just schooled all those guys and like <laughs> see those in a clown costume yeah yeah <laughs> da, da, da. So, so there's a trail that goes through these woods and apparently the children have been talking about this for years that there are clowns that live at a house at the end of the trail. Oh, that's awesome. And so the clowns coming out now have added credence to this clown that's story. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like so albinos on Hicks. Do you know that? No. Like, Do San, tell. San Jose, like Hicks Road goes up into the hills and there's local legend of like killer albinos. And like, if you really start looking into it, there's there's some truth to it. I guess there was like some orphan house or something that had a whole bunch of albinos there and they got like a bad rap in the town but if you drive around there it's fucking scary dude yeah it's weird it's a weird area and this is probably just like that except like actual killer clowns yeah well the <laughs> the they actually the police took credence to investigate because so many kids had said that there were clowns that lived at the house at the end of the trail. So the cops went out, checked out the house. Uh, there were no clowns there um, living in the well, house. Well, what if but there were? Like, 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 what if there were? Then what? What are the cops going to do? Like, yeah, like I can, I can dress up as a clown and hang out at my house and have all my friends come over and we can dress up like clowns. Maybe these are like eight. Is that what you do? Please no, tell but- me. Please tell me yes. That would be. <laughs> you're like, hey, Doug, come over, and I like come over, and it's just like you with like eight of your buddies hanging yeah. out in clown costumes. Oh, Maybe man. this is like kids who grew up with that <laughs> legend, and now decided like, hey, we're going to scare the younger kids by being what we were afraid. that's that's uh so the police have issued a statement that says if you are doing this as a practical joke please know that there are going to be consequences for this so they're like stop warning stop. yeah they're saying you need to stop this one one girl said she saw one one of the clowns hanging out under a light by a dumpster and she didn't know what to do so she just waved to the clown the clown waved back and then she got the hell out of there yeah so. yeah, yeah it's creepy dude <laughs> That's creepy. There's it's nothing. So weird that, dude. Like, it's like it's it's like a saying, uh, like these are mummies or something. Like cl- clowns are universally despised. So creepy. <laughs> they so are. Is it? They are. But they used to be funny. Like people used to love clowns for whatever reason. Right. John Wayne Gacy ruined it all, man. Yeah. And yeah, what was that? Good. Do you remember that movie where uh, you popped the nose? They like it was a horror movie, and to kill the clowns. No, to kill the clowns, you popped the nose of the clown, and then they died. Sounds like a mm. bad video game. It, it was it was so weird, but it creeped. It, it was like they were alien clouds, the killer clowns, clowns like, from yeah. outer space. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think that's. What, I think that might have been what it was called. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. clowns. Attack clowns. Tomatoes. Yeah. So yeah, that's my my clown story for you. Creepy, Doug. That one was pretty creepy. But I, I'm trying to do. I was trying to do like a little bit like after last time we did uh, the podcast. It was real murders row. It yeah. was murders row. So this one I wanted to do like a little less. We started off light with a 200 pound man punching a 70. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we got to killer clowns. You learn a lot about people like like with the stories they pick. You're like really, Doug. Hmm. 
Keep uh, us updated on what happens yeah, with the clowns. I will. Let, I will let you know. So, uh, and then we're and then we're going to kind of kind of end it on like a wonderful like side note, which is this: um, two girls just go on vacation together. You know, they go they go from uh, the UK to uh, Australia for some for some fun. Take a bunch of photos, maybe three hundred million in cocaine. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So apparently these these wait 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 they went on vacation to, to do a bunch of drugs or what what, what do you they were smuggling it they were smuggling it to Australia uh, they weren't even at their final destination when how they much bust. is three hundred million like yeah like how do you how transport that uh, let me t- I can tell you exactly how many it was uh, I think it was like seventy five kilos of cocaine. No, 95 kilos of cocaine. So how, how do you, I mean, how do you like just inconspicuously like try to carry that around? I mean, you know what I mean? That, there that, was, that's a lot of drugs to carry. The, I watched the video of them going through all of their bags. Yeah. Um, and what it appears they did is they got on the boat in the UK. They still don't know exactly where they, they were from Canada. They got on the boat. I think in the UK, and then they went to all these exotic destinations. It was like a like a four or a two a or a four month. Yeah, it was a cruise. Um, it was like carnival, um, and they stopped in places like Colombia. You know, <laughs> all these places that were notorious for. So they were picking up drugs. They think they were picking up drugs, putting it in their suitcase, kind of along. Now the these way. chicks, I mean, these can't be like the masterminds behind this. this Why not? That's very sexist of you to assume. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, just, it, it, does, it does. It sounds like they they, they would. Uh, it just doesn't add up. Like like you know, three hundred million dollars worth of cocaine. Like they must like either they or they've been dealing cocaine for a long time. Yeah. Well, there's this, there's this one girl. Like, that's not just like a two person operation. Is what no, I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's not like me and you were going like, hey, bro, let's start selling cocaine <laughs> and, get, and get on this get cruise. 30, let's get thirty million of dollars of cocaine from three. Million. No, yeah. thirty. No, it was thirty million. Oh, thirty million. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's still a lot. Of coke. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of coke, and it's also not this. The, these these two girls were like twenty two and twenty eight. It's not like. Unless they were dot com billionaires, they're not like rolling around with millions of dollars to buy cocaine. Although maybe they, you know, maybe they saw some TV show. Like they saw that that movie Blow, and they're like, "Dude, we could do this, man." Yeah, but how do you get the? Like, it's not like you get this on loan. They're chicks, man. I don't know. Chicks can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, so uh, look like if they're hot, then it kind of makes more sense. Yeah, they, like a rich they, boyfriend. They're like, hey, can you let no, me? No, I mean, like, because they could probably charm people along the way and sort of like no one really fucks with them because. Yeah, no. Or what if they're like ruthless, man, and they just like went in, like you're saying, like kind of like meet, meet drug dealers and like shoot the drug dealers and take their, their product. I mean, yeah. the movie rights. I know. So this is getting interesting. It is. It, so first off, they, um, they think they're uh, two. So. So it was a 22-year-old, a 28-year-old, and a 63-year-old man all together, of which is really weird because on this whole tour, the press hasn't been able to get a single photo of the 63-year-old. Maybe he's Kaiser Sose. Well, or it could be Kaiser Sose. <laughs> or the other thing that they're saying is maybe this was a this was an international operation. Mm. Uh, it involved Homeland Security. It involved um, the UK uh, defense. Oh, and the sixty-three-year-old guy was like an agent or something. Uh, maybe, or he was somebody on the inside. Is that, this really what we're doing? I mean, well, like they've like, been doing that for years, yeah. using like drugs as currency and stuff. I mean, 
But yeah, I, I think what they were trying to do is bust this international syndicate. Uh, but and they're making it, they're spinning it like it's just two girls. Yeah, just got busted. Mm. The very first thing you said was like, hmm, "This doesn't add up." Yeah, there's more to this story. I there's, watched a lot of Scooby Doo with a girl. Holy shit! Yeah, she's not unattractive. Yeah, so Mike, you don't get to see any what, of this. What, what happened? What <laughs> happens to them now? I mean, are, are they, are they, where do they get arrested at? They got arrested in Australia, and yeah. the term for uh, international drug um, smuggling is life. So they're all... At least they picked a halfway decent country to be in. I mean, you know. Well, they, they have... You've got to get banished for life somewhere. It might as well be Australia. Yeah, well, they're they're in Australia currently, but they have an option which they can get tried or serve the time in their country of origin because we signed a treaty mm. with Australia and so did Canada that says that if you're prosecuted for a crime, you can serve in your country of origin. Does, they'll th- probably just get disappeared. Yeah. Like they're, you know, they'll, they'll give, give information. New, they'll, they'll go on witness protection of whatever. What the, I mean, like, what's the background of these chicks? Like, I mean, are they just... Is that the 22-year-old or the 28? I'm, I think this is a 22 year old so this is uh this is the uh melinda roberge i'm with uh, eric i mean she's, she has a story i mean look when you're 22 years old and you're in your an international 30 million dollar coke dealer i mean that's that's you know that's more than i was doing when i was no 22. she's a she's a $30 million drug mule yeah, okay. is really what she is. She's not, uh, but the other thing is that her, her job before this was working at Pandora. Do In Oakland? What, no, you know what Pandora is? No, not the, not like the music site. It's the little bracelets that like you can, I, I just know this because my sister gets them. They're like little charm bracelets. What? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. There's another Pandora that's there not the is. music thing? Yeah. How did they work that out? Well, the, the bracelet people were probably a lot, around a lot. They were around a lot longer before Pandora, though. Ah. Uh, Coexistence. You don't stream music. Yeah, yeah. Right. We won't make bracelets. <laughs> bracelets. Exactly. I don't think they can encroach on on bracelet, man- bracelet manufacturing. Huh. Got, my old band got uh, sued by Strata, the company that makes golf equipment. And we really? Came, we came to a coexistence agreement that we would never sell golf equipment. <laughs> And they were still allowed to sell shirts and hats, but not music. That's crazy. But you were allowed to continue to sell shirts. Yeah. Did you ever put one with like a golf ball? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're testing it. Yeah. <laughs> you already got away with just the code. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, so they, if you go on the this Andre's website, uh, Facebook page, uh, the 63-year-old. Yeah, he had posted a uh, an ad on Facebook that said uh, wanted uh, people Hot chicks to go cruise with me. No, uh, Does that work. You, no, it was, it was something to the effect of a free international cruise contest if you were applying for uh, one of his vacation rentals. So you're telling me that these girls are claiming like, oh, we didn't know what was going on. We met Andre. He said we could, we could stay at his place you know, for possible. free. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't know anything. They just had to be kind of like his arm candy on the whole tour. Yeah, you, just to kind of take the, the focus off of him. You you would you would think that until you looked in the bag of how they packed it. It was like a towel with like. 30 grams of or 30 kilograms of coke yeah just like in a row like a false back not a false back nothing 
like the the dog hit on them like it said three rooms away from their room maybe, maybe they, so they uh, the dog could smell it yeah no attempt to come well, no so let's think about this if it's that obvious maybe this was like the setup bus while they were really smuggling like shit, a shitload more like down the street the or other something 30 million yeah you know what i mean like well they, they one one thing that these are the fall guys, man. It, it could be, but the uh, sorry, it wasn't Carnival. It was Princess Cruise. Um, and the other thing that they're thinking is that because this is so well coordinated, um, that they thought that they weren't going to get busted because they had this had happened many times before. Mm-hmm. And um, they think that maybe Princess Cruise Line or an employee of Princess Cruise Line was in on, in on it because they're going to many ports of call. They can get in. They don't usually have as strict of... uh, Or maybe he's just like the drug dealer on board, you know, and just needs a lot of cocaine because they're going on a long cruise. (laughs) Cruises have to get boring. Yeah. Yeah. After four months on a ship, you need a little pep. I mean, that's what a cruise... But I'm saying like a cruise is kind of like, uh, you know, it's like a mini world on water. And so like I'm sure like you you go on a cruise and if you want cocaine, there's someone there that has some and can get you some. I mean... And some hot girl to buy it off of. Yeah. Yeah. And and so these girls were taking photos everywhere they went. Um, And apparently uh, they were aware of these people having the drugs on them or were pretty sure they were already flagged. So they were watching all of their posts. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah so yeah. as they were, did they Insta- post pictures of them with the cocaine? No. Okay. <laughs> they weren't that. Stupid. It wasn't that dumb. They they just posted pictures of them having a great. Just making it really easy to track them. Very easy to track them. Exactly where they went. Exactly what they were doing. Chat um, filters. Yeah. Everything. Um, so they are um, facing, as I said before, the life prison terms. Um, where so. do you fall in this, Doug? I mean, are you going to like make like a, a free this? The sexy two cocaine chicks T-shirts. Like, we're like, what? Are we taking a stance on this dude? Are we gonna I, try to free them? I don't think we're trying. Are we standing to free them. by them? What are we doing? We're not standing by them. They, these were really. It was a really bad, dumb, like really just terrible decision. They're. Young. You think they should go to prison for life though, just for like being twenty two and just. I don't kinda... think anyone. I don't think anyone should go to prison for life for anything other than like murder, aggravated rape, and murder. Right. But they, I, but but they're facing a life sentence, right? Yeah, I mean, for, it's crazy. I, I, clearly, they they're trying to make an example of them. Yeah, uh, especially and, a twenty, but a twenty-two year old, go, like for no, 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 a hot twenty-two plan, year old. Like she's obviously if she was ugly, then but no, but she was probably taking advantage of the fact that she's good looking. Probably it does add to the likelihood that she was taken advantage of. Right. Like, hey, you're really pretty. This is going to be a modeling gig. You know, like yeah, just some, right. You know, convince her and then. Once she's in on it, maybe all you have to do is say, "If you rat on us, we'll kill you." Yeah, yeah. like maybe we'll she throw you overboard. Isn't really guilty of the whole thing. Maybe. It's possible that she got in over her head. I um, think you should go to jail for life for that. Yeah, if if this guy, the sixty-three-year-old, is taking advantage of two girls as drug mules, do I think they should get life? No, I don't think they should get life. About this guy who's. Using women to traffic drugs, I yeah, I I'm not gonna feel too bad for him for going to jail for life. But he could do 20 and come out when he's 83 and then get punched yeah. by a guy in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You never know. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, it's a really, it's really weird. I think I, I think Doug was just a, uh, attracted to the story because of the pictures of the hot chicks. I, I'm, I'm sensing that that was like the whole. I didn't see the other one yet. Yeah, no, here's the other <laughs> one. This is the other one. Yeah, they're both really. I mean, they're cute. So they're cute. And but the thing that's just absolutely nuts is this guy. This other guy has a Facebook page, and there are no photos of him anywhere on the internet. Like they cannot find a photo of him. And well, he's, they have he's tried 63 to get years people, old. I mean, well, my brother's but, like 44. He, he's like not on the internet. If but if, if there are two, if posting if, a thing saying, "Hey, hot girls wanted to travel with me here," oh yeah, yeah, ass mug. Yeah, that's true. Right, but think of it this way: you're on a Carnival cruise or Princess cruise ship, and there are these two hot girls with this like older gentleman. You're guys living you're the dream. Probably going to get caught in a photo of two. Yeah, yeah. cameras all over those boats uh, on the front and back, and they were also following those as well and they, so they haven't caught this guy uh they have yeah. oh, they, they caught, they're okay. all in they're oh, all okay. waiting no jail. No yeah, and of. like even in the perp walk type things they don't have they don't photos. wait 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 wait. time out you're telling me that uh, even on the story you're reading they don't have a picture of the guy none none <laughs> they can't that's why get, i think maybe he doesn't exist maybe it's a front for some weirds going on man yeah so that's what one of there's the, not even like a like a mugshot picture of the guy nothing that's ridiculous nothing yet yeah. Is it, is it just because the they, they do? They have picture and video of the coke. That's crazy. Is it just yeah. because people just want to look at the two chicks and they're trying to like s- sensationalize the story and they don't want to see the old guy? Well, that's what the the and one of the articles I read said. Well, if this guy had been somewhat attractive, his photo would be out there. We're the only because, three people that want to see the old yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I, the old guy. I, I I was the only one that apparently was hunting for the old guy, and and I was hunting for the old guy, and I came across a story that said, "Hey, where's the old guy? Like, how come?" Uh-huh. There are, are literally no no pictures of the old guy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, this is all going down right now. I want to see Johnny Depp play the old guy. Exactly. <laughs> the old guy. It, it does sound like a movie, man. Uh, definitely. It, it definitely sounds like a movie. It's it's going to be it's it's going to be good. I think there's going to be a lot of things that come out of this one. All right. So what do what do we cover, Doug? So far, what we covered is uh, if you're a football player uh, or dating a football player, be concerned. Definitely. <laughs> call an Uber. Call an Uber. Definitely call an Uber. Or you're going out on the town with three of your buddies and drinking a lot. Get a hotel room ahead of time. The woods, <laughs> right? Uh, if you're if you're in South Carolina, don't go near the woods, mm-hmm. or uh, don't clown around. In don't the woods. Cl- don't clown around in South Carolina, and then uh, and then obviously uh, go on a cruise and take a bunch of coke. There you go. Yeah, I think that's that's how we're gonna vomit rainbows on this one. So you know, I, I think we always have to end it with uh, you know a. Uh, check out Eric's new band, uh, which obviously you're doing under your own label. But what is your other? My the thing I'm working the most on right now is just a solo album, and it's on EricVictorino.com. You can pre-order it, and it's uh, just a lo-fi, quirky little record. And I just went to a show that he did uh, on Friday, which was amazing. Thank so you. It was really good. Uh, and Eric, I gotta I gotta ask you a couple questions, man. Hold on. So so what is that? I mean. What's that uh, as far as like going solo? Like, do you feel that comes with like some expectation or some type of you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Because like when you're in, when you're in bands that have had success and then you go solo, yeah, do you feel like there's like uh, like no even just saying the word like. You know that, that that modesty thing we talked about earlier, where you don't, even if you are a successful celebrity, you don't act like it or say those words. Yeah, 
uh, I hate the word solo, like I'm going solo, but like the, the whole concept of it is just, you know, you make music for your entire life and you're always collaborating with people. You're always compromising. Uh, or most of the time, some bands are structured where like one guy just calls the shots, and that's how. Like Dave Grohl, yeah. And and those bands last forever, yeah. Because there's never any expectation of the other three guys being anything more than fuzzy props in the band, yeah. Right. So I've never been in a band like that. It's always been democracies. It's always been you know collaboration, and that can be really frustrating. So I think that. Anyone who's in a situation like that eventually wants to see what it's like. Yeah. To call the shots on everything, which means the scheduling, how everything sounds, how everything looks. And and then you run into problems like I am right now where, like, when you don't have anyone telling you what to do, sometimes you don't do anything. Yeah. And Or you just... Or you have that 35-minute song where, like, we can't get rid of any of this, man. No, no. <laughs> I get rid of, I've gotten rid of three albums worth of material already just because I'm too hard on myself. And, and Well, I guess that's the thing. So, so I mean, do you have... You don't even have anyone, like, just completely outside just going, hey, dude, like, no, because, listen to this. No, because that's part of the thrill of this, too, is I have... Are there rules to this? You know what I mean? Like, no, are there, I have no? no manager. I have no... I think there's a YouTube video. <laughs> I have no anybody involved with this except for myself. Like, literally nobody. And it's really scary, but it's also... It's finally leading me down a road where, like, I'm making a stand. This is what I'm... What it's going to sound like, and I know... Most people are not going to like it. Because okay <laughs> some of my favorite records are quirky things that most people hate. Yeah, you know. But the, I feel like if I can make a record that a tiny portion of people really love, and they get inspired, and they go make albums like they want to make music. That's what I want to do. Well, it's interesting, too, like the different reasons people get into music, right? Because I've talked to bands where, where they've had the opportunity to, like, say, new, newer bands, they have the opportunity to open up for, like, bigger bands. And they're like, you know what? I don't want to go play in front of 2,000 people that are there to see the other band. I'd rather go play in front of 50 people yeah. that want that are into what I'm doing, you know? Right. And, and it's a, it's kind of counterintuitive, but it kind of makes sense. Like, you're like, I get, yeah, that kind of makes more sense. Well, I've had it both ways. My first band, like, you know, we started off playing in front of nobody, um, worked our way up to, like, we never, we were always too scared to headline on a tour, so we were always main support for these bigger, at the time it was, like, Chevelle and, you know, like, new metal bands. Yeah. And then um, the limousines happened a different way where I already had momentum coming from that. And it was Aaron that, you know, Live on a Five, I don't know if I'm on. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. Uh, So it was him and then the guy from the Channel 92.3 and the guy from uh, Alt Nation. All three started playing this song that they downloaded off of MySpace. It was just a demo that we put up. Yeah. And it started blowing up, and so our like third, third or fourth show was BFD, yeah. in front of you know four thousand people that were singing along with their song. Yeah. So it goes both ways, and you're. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have experienced like. I don't think I've ever been famous. I don't. I don't think I've ever been necessarily successful, but I've definitely experienced the fringe of it. Yeah. Enough to. I want to write a book about it, to be honest. Like, yeah, the major label record deal that was huge, good money in 2003, and then 2010, an indie deal, 
and then 2013 a Kickstarter thing that was more money than the indie. Like we've done everything. Yeah, I remember the Kickstarter thing. That seemed like a lot of work, dude. It is. It's. Uh, it's <laughs> I was like, damn. I, 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 I think I, I think I'm still waiting for a record from that. Oh. <laughs> no, they're all good. I think no, these should still... No, no, no. He's like, uh, but I never I never got more updates from a band, man. I mean, it goes crazy. Yeah, it was but it was great. Vinyl, dude. Oh god, like. The profit you get off of selling a record, I guess, is pretty decent, but... Shipping, it's going to be really... A lot of people like to collect records, and a lot of people like to collect records off of porches because they're very easily identifiable. (laughs) Walking down the street and you see what's obviously a record on someone's porch, and you grab it. Yeah. Records get stolen off the porch all the time. They melt on people's porches. They get cracked. Well, cracking's harder to do now because, you know, they don't crack as easily as they used to, but still, like... The process of fulfilling, you know, going from being a band, an artist, to a customer service representative. Yeah. That's what you're doing when you do a, a, something directly to the fans like that. Yeah. You are a customer service at that point, and it's horrible. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I remember I really, going like, dang, man. The, like, happy email, like, hey, you're awesome. And I said, thanks, man. <laughs> Fuck you, I never got my record. Yeah, because right. then, then your fans are all angry. They're like, yeah. Yeah, you, you promised me a And no matter what you do, you try your hardest and you just, I mean. Yeah, like, dude, man. Happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear your solo stuff, man. Thanks, yeah, and that, one, one thing I'll say is I, I've, I've, I've uh, watched Eric kind of progress through this and uh, your last show was just, it was absolutely phenomenal. He had, uh, you know, I feel like you're identifying a sound area that you really want to go into, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I've always really been good. I've always been a fan, and uh, I remember that Kickstarter thing. I remember he put up one of his guitars, like the guitar that he recorded some record on, yeah. and it was only like 400 by it. And I was like, I'm like, man, I really want that guitar. And like, I was like, I kept going back and forth, and like, uh, I, I don't play guitar, so you know, like, in order for me to like, go spend money on a guitar, like, I got to kind of talk to my wife. I'm like, check out this guitar. Like, how cool would that be to have? We could put it on the wall, right. and like, you know, like, and she's just like what like what's wrong with you and right. like you know just support him so much you know but uh, but i remember and i was kind of tripping out on that i'm like because but i also thought it was kind of cool because i think in in the in the the head of a music fan right like you're kind of like you, you think like someone's guitar especially to a musician is kind of like it's part of it's an extension of them yeah. and so i was really surprised to see that on the kickstarter but then in a way i thought it was kind of cool because it was like this guy doesn't give a shit like he's not like the material shit like whatever like you know like, like it's not about i don't know i mean i could be totally off but i, I thought some things that uh, i'm really attached to but yeah i mean i don't play guitar very often i'm, I'm not a, like that's not like my my thing yeah so i'm not super attached to that guitar yeah you have another one that all my one is my favorite one of my favorite birthdays of my whole life like all my friends pulled together and bought me a jaguar that i always wanted yeah and even though I've never, I, you know, I play it, but I'm not great. Yeah. Like, that's one of my prized possessions because of the story behind it. Yeah, yeah. And that's something I would never, like, sign and put on Kickstarter. Yeah. You know? He's like, this is just a spare guitar, dude, that I just yeah. hated. But it was, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, it was like- I really actually did like that guitar a lot, but it, but it, when you're doing a Kickstarter, you really think, like, well, what are all the things we can do for people? Like, yeah. one of them was, like, uh, I don't know, guestless for life. And then you, you're hoping, because you're optimistic at the time, you're hoping you're going to be playing shows for 20 more years yeah that'll make sense yeah but and as bad as i feel about like some things not working out for people you know guest list for life for two thousand bucks and you only got to see us once so far that sucks but i i do hear from other people that like 
the whole point of a Kickstarter is they want to help the band. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and my apology, I've written tons of apology emails to people, and and a lot of them are replied with like, "Dude, don't sweat it. Yeah, I, I don't care. I just want. I, I would have been happy just giving you the money because yeah. I want to see you guys make the record you wanted to make without a label. You know? And I also think too, like with the Kickstarter thing, it, it's one of those things where like, yeah, let's just help these dudes out. And then like, if you end up becoming Radiohead, it's like, yeah, dude, I want my goddamn <laughs> fucking guest list for life. You know? right, exactly. That's when you pull it yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope you know. I hope that I hope that someday I can, you know. Dude, put someone on the guest list. Yeah. show five, ten years from now. fifteen years from now, some guy's gonna pull up some like printing like, "Hey, bro, you make security, security, <laughs> get out of here, get this guy out of here, man." Where, where's my linebacker? Yeah, I remember in 2013. <laughs> Whose life? <laughs> That's awesome, right. man. Well, anyway, thank you for coming on our awesome podcast. It was, it was fun, and uh, we are vomiting rainbows. And I actually, since we've been going back and forth between that. And all of our social media is We Vomit Rainbows. Yeah. So I also got the domain We Vomit Rainbows. So we can be vomiting rainbows and We Vomit Rainbows. It, We're synonymous. They're yeah. two of the same things that we do. I thought it was kind of cool to have a podcast with like five different names. Yeah. We didn't even really just, know what it was called. Like We Vomit Rainbows, Doug and Mike Vomit Rainbows, well, Vomiting Rainbows. Do that all the time. It'd be yeah. like the official blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah band. Yeah. yeah. So, so do us a favor. Uh, follow us and especially rate us because that's the only way we go up in any sort of podcast in the iTunes world. And that's it. Do we need to start a click farm for that or something? Like, how, how does that happen? I, could, I mean, we could probably try that's and figure school. out. We could probably figure out how to do that, too. Okay. But we haven't done that yet. Got it. Cool. <laughs>